Football is back just one week away. Jets, Giants, win-loss game, plus the Mets and Yankees are giving the kids a shot. New York Sports Beat coming up. Welcome to New York Sports Speed. I am Rich Piazza, joined once again by Eric Frank and Yofo. Guys, it's been a few weeks since we have been on, and a lot has happened. Clearly, we can't cover everything. We don't have enough time to cover everything that's been going on, but let's begin with the Jets and Hard Knocks. We have all been watching. Um, Eric, we'll start with you today. What are your thoughts on not just the show, but also what you're seeing from the team based on the show? That's got to be honest. It's been a long time since I've tuned into Hard Knocks. Um, I think the last time I did was probably when the Jets were on. I, nothing else really interests me watching these other teams. Um, I know certain people watch it religiously, but, you know, Jets being on totally pumped me up. Overall impression, I'm so excited. They did such a great job getting things going um, right from the start with the whole Aaron Rodgers beginning, having the fans cheering for him as he was coming out. And he's been like the ultimate leader of this team. We've heard so many negative things about the past couple of years in Green Bay, how we kind of, uh, I guess, lost touch with a lot of the players that were on the team. They were getting rid of some of his guys that he really trusted, and then he was you know, not happy with management. But he's fully bought in. He seems to love the entire offense. And they've also showed you know, when he's gotten frustrated, and I think that's an important part. And then he's taking guys to the side and talking to them but he's getting it out there so that they know that he's not happy at certain times and he's holding them accountable, which is important. But I think, you know, great production of the show. Um, it's been great to see all these like stories, you know, obviously it's, it's tough for these guys to get cut, but it's made me kind of take stock of some of these other guys that have had like an impressive camp. What about you, Yofo? Well, Aaron Rodgers is the obvious star of hard knocks. I think he's probably the main reason why the Jets were, were selected for Hard Knocks. But um, I'm in the same uh, the same category as you. Is it's good to see the the other side of Aaron Rodgers when he gets frustrated, when he gets angry with the offense, and that kind of leader and the way he's able to speak to the offense like that and and address certain issues. Where if you had a quarterback like last year, if Zach Wilson was to get angry at the offense. You know, and then you've had vet, you, you'll have veterans be like, "What's this? Who's this kid yelling at us?" You know, but with Aaron Rodgers there and conducting himself that way, there's leadership in that locker room. There's leadership on that field, and there's leadership in the huddle. Um, as far as the other guys go, the uh, um, the other the other Jets. Um, what, one of my favorite guys, and Piazza and I were texting about this guy, the uh, the defensive lineman Trayvon Smart, Trevin Smart, Tenzel. Tenzel, yeah, sorry. Um, he, to me, he's a fascinating person, fascinating player, um, working hard every day. And, and that's what camp is about. You know, they're, they're practicing two or three times a day, and this guy's fighting for, for a job. He's got, his wife is on the show. His, his daughter's on the show. He's been in the league for a number of years, been with the Jets for a number of years. And then, then at the end, he ends up getting cut. They signed him back on the practice squad. But, but that's, that's the kind of story that – Hard knocks um, looks to find, and um, overall, you didn't see those kind of stories this this year. And 
and hard knocks. And I'm, I'm in the same camp as you, Eric, where um, I think the last time I watched religiously was when the Jets were on. You know, and the first year, when first and second, the, the early years of hard knocks, I was watching all the time. But but those kind of stories were, were lacking this year. And I think that's because, um, number one, the Jets didn't want to be on hard knocks. And the Jets mm-hmm. and the organizations also are allowed to kind of dictate what's shown and what's not shown. They're, they're allowed to dictate some of the storylines. But Jason uh, Brownlee, the wide receiver, that's Love another him. great story. That's another great story that I think. And I, and, I mean, he looks great in the hard knocks highlights. He looks great in the games. I think he might be might be a big piece for the Jets this year, but um, but yeah, I mean it's 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 great to watch. It's good to get some insight on the team, but it's um, it, it's also a lot of, a lot. Um, it's similar to one Jets drive mm-hmm. that's uh, that's broadcast on SNY. There's some similarities there. So, but I mean, yeah. great production value. It's great, but um, yeah, that's that's my take on it. Eric, I know, I know you were texting with me about Tenzel as well. Apparently, he was a a fan favorite of everybody. It seemed like, um, but it always seems like with all. I mean, I've watched a little bit other than when the Jets have been on, uh, but that seems to be always a case when they focus on a player or players. It seems like those are always the ones that get cut. Like they know ahead of time. It seems like I'm not saying that's the case, but whenever there's a storyline like Tenzel, um, half the wide receiver. You know, he you know he made headlines because of his Eminem impersonation that he did on the rookie night. Yeah, he, he almost went viral. <laughs> <laughs> he did go Eminem tweeted on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. right. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But those are the guys that get cut. I think one of the stipulations the Jets had with HBO is that um, they can't film the players uh, being told that they're cut. Now I don't know because that would be in this coming up in in next week's episode. So I don't know if that is the case. I know they showed um, one of the players, I don't remember who it was, uh, walking out of the office after being cut, but they didn't show the actual conversation. Yeah, yeah that so was, the reason that was Cap. The re- Cap the that was Cap, you're right. Sorry to, sorry to um, step over you guys. Yeah, but the, I think one of the reasons why that was a stipulation, Piazza, was um, when the Ravens were on years ago, the, remember the guy they called the Turk? No. Well, he was a guy that would get the guy, get the player from the locker room, bring your playbook. You know who that was? No, who was it? That was Joe Douglas. Oh, was wow. it really? Yeah, yeah. And now, and that's, and I think that's one of the reasons why they they made sure that those scenes or those moments weren't going to be shown because they're 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 emotionally they're difficult for the player. Like as a player, you don't want that on camera. You know, and it's and it's uncomfortable for the coaches and for the GM and for the person that's for the Turk who's assigned to walk you to the to the office. But uh, but yeah, that that was Joe Douglas, and I think that's that's the reason why I don't see that. But um, the way the way this last episode was shot, as soon as Cap got to the facility, you could you you almost saw it on his face. You know, yeah. like he walks in, someone is the person that agreed him, and then you know. But, but, you know, good for Cap. Division two wide receiver coming out of nowhere. He lasted this long. He got a shot, you know, and hopefully he'll he'll get picked up somewhere. But that's it's still a great opportunity. It's still a great story. Yeah, it is. And there's not many other um, surprises as far as, you know, the cuts on the Jets. Right. Um, they, you know, we knew we they had to do something with the running back room. Bam Knight um, is the one that is the odd man out in this case. 
Um, I haven't heard if he's been picked up by anybody. I'm surprised. Um, I haven't heard either. I haven't read it anywhere either. Yeah, neither have I. But the one surprising thing that happened prior to the cuts is Corey Davis, right? Just out of nowhere, you know, leaving $10.5 million on the table and just retiring just like that. I mean, good for him if that's what he wants to do with his, you know, his life. That's the biggest shocker of that whole thing is him leaving 10.5 mil on the table. I mean, something must be going on. But, you know, sometimes you just lose the love and or maybe there's something going on with his family. But that is a that's a that was a shocker. Yeah. Yeah. And I know and I, I, I've i been saying this for a few weeks now. I think we even mentioned the last time when we talked about Aaron Rodgers taking his 35 million cut. That wasn't just to bring in Dalvin Cook. There's more, you know, there's more there. There's more to it. And I think. Prior to October 31st or on October 31st, which I believe is a trade deadline, there's going to be another receiver brought in. Now, I, I've thrown the name Devontae Adams out there because of the whole Aaron Rodgers connection. And, and all this really depends on where these teams are. So the Raiders can kind of go in between as far as how they're going to be. But two other names. I'm not sure if I mentioned this to either one of you guys through text message that I think you should keep an eye on. Number one is Mike Evans in Tampa Bay. And number two is Marquise Brown in Arizona. Both of these guys are free agents at the end of the year. Arizona definitely is in a rebuild completely. So Arizona's trading everybody. The, yeah, trade yeah exactly. Gonna, they might lose every game. They're going to trade um, their head coach soon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you have Tampa Bay, and we'll see how they are with, you know, Baker Mayfield supposedly going to be the starter there. So those are two names, free agents at the end of the year, that I can see the Jets with the cap room that they have right now. Um, bringing in. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? So who would you, who would you prefer? I don't know. Uh, Eric, I guess you can take this. Who would you yeah, prefer? Um, would you prefer Mike Evans or Marquise Brown? Hollywood Brown. I think Mike Evans would probably be a better fit just being a big body. I, I agree. Yeah. He's, he fits you know, that Corey Davis mold. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, and who knows, you know, like you said before, Justin Brownlee, like I'm glad that these young guys are getting a shot, you know, like he's a, he's a big guy. I mean, he's not bulky, but you know, he could play his way onto the field and make some big plays. And with Rodgers, you don't know who his number one receiver is ever going to be. He's taken irrelevant guys and turned them into number ones. I mean, Jordy Nelson, that guy wouldn't have been anything on any other team in the NFL. Alan Lazard, he wouldn't, yeah. he wouldn't be, a, he'd be a nobody if he'd never Aaron Rodgers. He wouldn't have gotten 44 million from the Jets if he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Hell no, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brownlee is somebody I definitely like. And I agree with you. Mike Evans is probably the guy I want. I wouldn't mind, obviously, Marquise Brown, only because, you know, he could stretch the field and you can have he's him. He's a lot like, but I, I, I see him. He's a lot like um, Nicole Hardman, you know, the, you know, their gadget they're, type. Yeah. 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 So I'd definitely rather have Mike Evans, someone you can throw the ball up to in the end zone. And, and Aaron Rodgers is going to, Whoever he's comfortable with, he's going to find the open guy or, or throw it to whoever whoever he's comfortable with. And I think Mike Evans would also command more respect from defenses. Mm. You know, just so yeah, even if he's not getting the ball, he's just another decoy out there. You know, and you don't want – I mean, he's getting older, Mike Evans. He's had injuries. So if you don't have to rely on him and he could just be, you know, m- making five or six catches a game, that's all you need from him. Or yeah, five or six targets a game, that's, that's, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, most of them are probably going to be in, in the red zone slash. Oh, and I'm sorry. It's not red oh, the zone. Gold, call the gold zone. Yeah, gold, gold zone. zone. Gold zone. <laughs> Some teams call it the green zone. Um, the Jets are calling it the gold zone this year. 
I will tell you though, I I I kind of like Nathaniel Hackett. He seems like a cool dude. Well, Rodney yeah, he loves does. Him. Loves I know him. he does. Uh, whatever whatever happened in Denver, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that it was a lot of Russell Wilson's influence I'm on sure. Hackett, where he was as a first year head coach, he was too he was probably intimidated by Russell Wilson. You know, he didn't want to say no, we're not doing that. Where Sean Payton comes in and he can put a squash. Anyway, he's got the reputation. He's got the, uh, you know, he's got that experience where he can say, we're not doing that. I'm in charge. Whereas Russell, he probably, he probably gave Russell Wilson the keys to the offense and then realized that he wasn't able. And then everything, by that time, everything was out of control. Yeah. But you don't, you, you, you don't get, you don't get hired as a head coach because you're a fucking, I'm sorry. Because you're an idiot or, or I'll a just moron. Put the explicit, I'll put the explicit, <laughs> explicit tag on this one, too. Sorry, sorry, Piazza. It's all good. But you've got, you know, to, to be a head coach, you've got you've to have a presence about you. And, and I think that's – he probably interviewed really well, but then he was intimidated by Russell Wilson. Yeah. Well, that game against them, what is that, week five? That's, that should be interesting. Yep. yep. Yofo, if if Eric seems a little quiet tonight, because he, he he's probably um, heavily involved in his research. We have a big fantasy draft tomorrow night, so uh, he's got to he's got to step his game up. So he's probably doing some, doing some fantasy research football. While, fantasy football, man. I, I love it. I'm in I'm in three different leagues, and I'm like I don't I don't I don't I don't enter these leagues. I'm not in the, the big ones that you guys are in, where you guys compete for money. I'm just all in it for fun, and and I like to talk shit, but. But if I was in it for money, I would. Uh, I'm not mad at you, Eric. Do all the research you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the commissioner of the league, so he has to. He has to yeah. hold the, you know, five five time champion also. Oh, yes. oh, okay. We have to is mention that. <laughs> is it five, five now? Yeah. Uh, out, of how, out of how many seasons? Uh, it's been going on for like 15 years almost, right? 2007. Wow. So yeah, 15 yeah. years. He's like the fuck. I'm sorry. It's like the freaking Patriots. <laughs> it's too late. You already said it. It's already getting sorry. explicit. Rich yeah. and I are in the, one of us is always in the championship. You know, my, uh, yeah. my, my twin brother always does well in fantasy football, but he never, like every time we have conversations about football, he acts like he doesn't know anything, but, when it, but he always ends up in the championship mm-hmm. in, in our family league. Maybe that's just in case he's in a league with you. He wants you to think he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, we're in a league. We're in a family league. It's it's all the OFOs and a couple of my half brothers, and and he he always ends up in the finals. I don't know how he does it. Well, this is this is this has been Eric's, you know, lately. I started off in the league, very hot, winning a lot, and then uh, I've cooled off. Once I became a quote unquote analyst on Fancy Pros, everyone caught up to me and they and they know what I'm doing and they checked me out and I can't win anymore. So hashtag fantasy shit. I blame, I blame that. There, fantasy shit. Fantasyshed.com. Check it out, even though there's nothing on it since the beginning of last year. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done yeah, anything. Yeah, get that up there again, Piazza. I want to see yeah, you on we'll ESPN. See. Yeah, we'll see one day. I know I know they always lay everybody off. I don't want to work for you, Spin. <laughs> they won't lay you off because you'll be the low on the salary. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, that's, uh, that's true. They'll that's lay you true. off after 15 years, then 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 they'll let then they'll let you go. That's true. All right. So let's move um into the the Giants. Um I mean they're just really flying under the radar. I mean, obviously, probably because of the Jets flying well above the radar. Uh, you know, so they're quietly doing their thing. Um over there with the Giants, and really no surprises with their transactions either. Uh, Yofo, you can probably speak more about the Giants than 
Eric. So um, Daniel Jones played one preseason game, and I have to be honest, he looked fantastic. I think I texted you and me at Mijan about this, Piazza. But he he's looked better than Aaron Rodgers looked in those two those two series. Daniel Jones was on time. He was on target. Um, Darren Waller, the tight end, he's going to be a monster. He's going to be Saquon didn't play in that game. Um, Write that down, Eric. He's going to be a monster. So if you if you you if you need a tight end for your fantasy team, Darren Waller's your guy. But he was hitting everybody, and Isaiah Hodgins also. I know they picked him up last year from Buffalo, and I, I don't know what I don't know why he wasn't on the team, but he's been ever since he's been with Daniel Jones and Coach Dayball and the Giants, he's been really good. Um, and Wandale Robinson, he's been on the pup list all, mm-hmm. all preseason, but before he got hurt, he was the game he got hurt last year. I think he had like 107 uh, receiving yards, but he was having a breakout game, and that was going to be his. That was going to be his breakout moment for him, but uh, he, I think it was an ACL for him. But he's another he's another player to watch on the Giants. So they while they don't have they don't they don't have the big name weapons that a lot of teams have. They were, every team has that that number one guy, um, but they've got Saquon and Daniel Jones is the great. And people are sleeping on Daniel Jones because he looked he was great last year. I think he had five interceptions. 15 touchdowns and 17 touchdowns, five picks. And his legs are very underrated. Sorry to cut you off. His leg game, you know, but his his legs are very underrated. Yes. Yeah. So people are sleeping on him because he can't, he played out, he came out of Duke, you know, but he's in that, that, that Eli Manning, Peyton Manning mold where he was, except besides the running aspect of his game, he doesn't say much, doesn't do a lot on the field, but he's a great athlete and he, and he can run. Um, He's going to have a good season. He's going to have a good season. I'm glad they kept Sterling Shepard on the roster. Also, he's coming off a, off another injury. Oh, he's like what? Yeah, but he's one of those veterans that you got to have around. Players love him. Teammates love him. Coaches love him. He's like a coach on the sideline. He's been there for a while. And Hyatt, the rookie. Oh my! God. He's. I, I told you about him earlier this you, preseason. I, I watched did, him last year. Yes, he was. He's. He's another one. If 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 he can learn the playbook, which I'm sure he has, he's going to be another threat downfield. So the, the Giants have some weapons. And like you said, they've been, they've been flying under the radar a little bit. The defense has been improved. They picked up Isaiah Simmons and uh and that trade That's for trade. uh and that, that trade for the defensive end from Buffalo Boogie. He's gonna be uh he's gonna be solid. I'm I'm a little disappointed that they had to let go of Queens native um O'Shane Zimenez. I think he went to yeah, you mentioned he played it. At, he played at Francis Lewis High School or, or, or Lane High School, but he's from Queens. So Giants, Giants going to have a good season, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that wild card. I mean, I think Philadelphia in that division is just going to, you know, is you know by far the top team. But anybody else in that entire division can definitely, you know, make a wild card. Even even Washington. I mean, I wouldn't sleep on Washington. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sold on. Yeah, I'm not even sold on. I'm not sold on their quarterback, and I'm not sold on um, Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator. I think he gets. I think he, he gets too much credit for what was done in Kansas city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why he's been, he's had all these interviews and was never hired as a head coach. It's, a, it's not because he's black. No, but God. there's also, I forgot what it was, but I, I, I looked into this, um, whether it was a year or so he has a history <clears throat> of, um, I, I forgot what it was. I, I know he, had, he had a bad history in Colorado when he was coaching in Colorado. 
not no no not even coaching history like a like a personal situation oh okay um yeah look into it i i forgot what it was i don't know if that had anything to do with him not getting a job um i, I gotta i'll remember well, it can't time, be, but. can it be worse than andy reed's son drunk driving killing somebody i mean it might be I, it might be I, worse, it might be yeah, worse. I, like it. I think it may have been alcohol i don't know what it was but i think it may have stemmed from that but okay. I do remember. I do remember having that conversation with you. I think because we were talking once about like how the guy's not getting hired and it didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, well, he's got a past of of uh, whatever it is, um, and of course, uh, a few of the cuts also involved you know a couple of their many many uh, slots uh, slot receivers. You know, they released um, Cole Beasley and Jameson Crowder, and that has a lot to do with what you said, UFO, with Wanda Robinson being back, you know, activated yeah. off the pup list. Well, Cole, Cole Beasley was uh, is on the practice squad now, and Jameson Crowder, I kind of figured he'd get cut. I loved loved him on on the Redskins, loved him with the Jets, uh, injury-prone last few years. He's a tough receiver, but mm-hmm. he's, uh, you know, he's been hurt. He probably won't be back anywhere. But with the, uh, as far as the commanders go, and I hate to call them the commanders, uh, Chase Young, I just saw on ESPN today, Chase Young might not even suit up. Week one, he got a stinger early in the preseason, and that's another uh, another issue with the uh, with, with Washington. I thought he was going to be such a monster when he came out of college. I think every, he every, hasn't lived up to it yet. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, before we do the Jets Giants win loss game, that um, I think I, I mean a lot of people do it, but I got the idea from the Michael K show. They've been doing it for years. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about about the baseball teams over here in New York. Um, not much at all to look forward to in the last month or so, maybe more. Um, Speak for yourself. Oh, stop. Come on. Um, <laughs> you guys sold everybody. You guys, you bought a farm system. Good for you, but you bought a farm system. So you're trying to buy championships. That doesn't work. So then what do you do? You buy a farm system, which, by the way, um, Luis Angel Acuna, 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 uh, who they got Acuna. from Texas, whatever. I can't say that word. I can never <laughs> say his last name. <laughs> who they got from Texas in the Max Scherzer deal. He is now the number one ranked Mets prospect. So, you know, it's working out. But speaking of prospects, both teams will start with the Mets are calling up some of the young guys. Um, Ronnie uh, Mauricio, the 22-year-old infielder slash outfielder. He's going to get the call up on uh, for Friday's game. Uh, when rosters expand to 28. So, Eric, what do you think about Ronnie? And then we'll go to Yofo with that. It's about time. You know, they got to see what the guy can do at the major league level. Um, I understand them waiting, I guess, until September just because those rosters expand. But some of the guys they've been running out there, like the fans don't want to see them. So you probably could have sold more tickets if you brought Mauricio up a little bit earlier. But Honestly, I'm not paying attention to the Mets one bit right now. So, where, 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 which is fair, and I'll speak. I'll speak to the Yankees in a little bit on that. Yofo, where is uh, Ronnie going to fit that in here? So uh, I'm a little bit different part. from from Eric here because I do watch every night when I'm home. I turn. I might not be like glued to the TV, but I, I've got it on. Um, and the the Ronnie Moss Mauricio call up is long overdue. Um. And where does he fit in? You know, that's a great question. Because you're looking at third base because they had Beatty up, and Beatty did well in the beginning, and then he tailed off a lot. Beatty's also coming back up tomorrow when Ross is expand. 
So you're looking at either Mauricio at third or Mauricio at second, and then they'd move. I think they'd move McNeil to one of the corner outfield spots because you're hoping Marte comes back at some point and produces because he didn't produce this year. So you put McNeil in one of the corner spots, and then you have Beatty at third, Mauricio at second or third, wherever. You know, um, Buckshaw Walter's known to to like to have a versatile roster where you can move people around. Um, but I don't know if DJ Stewart's emergence this month plays any has any impact on any of that stuff. But DJ Stewart has been has been balling this this month. Where did he come so, from? He, you know what? Great, great point because they spoke about that on SNY because I didn't know where he came from either. <laughs> but um, he he was a uh, he was a he was in the uh, Orioles farm system with Buckshaw Walter when he was there. I, and I forget I forget where he was drafted. But he he, play, he had his best season last year where he had like 12 home runs and 30 RBIs. That was his best season. Um, Mets picked him up in the offseason and had him stashed in Syracuse AAA. And then obviously when, when they made the moves that they made, they brought him up and, you know, he's been killing it. He, he's admitted that he's not, he's not good defensively. Made that great catch last night. I don't know if you saw Piazza. No, you guys. <laughs> oh my God. Ran into the, almost, 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 it was like an Aaron Judge catch. Except do. the Mets have the Mets have better walls at City Field than the Dodgers. Yeah, I have. I've seen that he's been tearing it up. You know, there's been a multi home run game here and there, and then he had like a couple of games in a row he hit home runs. So it's good to see. You know, he could end up not, turning into a bench guy. Yeah, not counting on him for the future, but I'm just saying it's good. This is why I watch Eric. This yeah. is why I watch the Mets every night just to see what they're doing. Um, but I think Mauricio is going to be good. He's been. He went through – he had a little swoon in, in, in early to mid-August where he wasn't really hitting, and um, the reports coming out of uh, coming out of the match that he was getting bored and got a little complacent because he was – you know, everyone was uh, – Vientos was up with the Mets and, and Beatty was up and Alvarez has been up all year, and they they felt like he was – he got a little lazy, like, when's, when's my turn coming? Well, now, yeah. he's, now his turn is here, and now he's got to show and prove that he belongs in the majors. And once he does – and there was one point where he was at one point he was the Mets' number one prospect for short, at shortstop, but he's not going to play shortstop with the Mets. No, so he might end up being um, being an everyday player or a trade piece. And Beatty's got to prove himself too up at the major league level. Yeah, you know he, when he got set down, yeah, Beatty, as soon as he went Beatty, down, he started tearing it up again. Yeah, yeah. So see what happens with them. You also have, like I mentioned, uh, Louis Angel. He, he's a shortstop by, you know, his primary position is shortstop. And obviously Lindor is not going anywhere. So you got to find a new spot for him. And I think, I think they're projecting him to probably be either um, third or second or possibly center field. I think they're trying to, you know, move him around a little bit out there. Yeah. That's what they said when they acquired him, that they were, he was playing a little bit of center field. Yeah. He played a little center field with the, with the Rangers, but you know, it's, like they say, it's a good problem to have, right? You've got all these pieces. You got to find a spot for them or move them. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on a um, on the group chat, Eric, with uh, Yofo and uh, Mijan, and um, I, I look at it because I'm getting all these texts, and it's it's about the Mets, and I'm just like, <laughs> what? I'm like baseball still. <laughs> what what is happening? Mijan was at like two of the three Angels games last weekend. You know, I'm just like. <laughs> But baseball's still going on. Yes, I was I was I was trying to go to a game um uh this weekend with Christian and I might I'm trying to go to a game this week because I, I have 
I have a voucher for two free tickets and I'm trying to use it. But Christian's like, I don't want to go to the Mets. <laughs> the Mets <laughs> Christian is my son, Eric. I don't know if you know. Okay. Um, he's but a yeah, nice man, Eric. Yeah, he's a great. He just turned 21, actually, uh, last week. Wow. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to, there's, there's nothing. I mean, baseball games are still fun. Even when teams suck, you go, you hang out, you have a couple beers, you, you, know, you have some food. It's, baseball games are, baseball games are fun. Especially well, I, I've, I vowed at the trade deadline when the Yankees did absolutely nothing that I was not watching another another inning for the rest of the year. And I've stuck to that. I, really? I have not. Yes, I have not watched the Yankees at all. Even this past week when they called up um, um, Everson Perea and Oswald Peraza, you know, so, so they are calling up young guys. However, even with the draft uh, tomorrow night, I have this set up where I have the multi TVs. Anyway, the Yankees will be on one of the TVs because they're calling up Jason Dominguez, the Martian, um, and is, Austin is, Wells. He's the Martian. Jason Dominguez is the Martian. Jay, he's the Martian. Because I've heard that name throughout, and I and I was like, who the fuck is, who is this guy, the Martian? He, it's Jason Dominguez, switch hitting outfielder. Um, five tool player. You know, a lot of hype. There's been a lot of hype around him, so that's where the hype is. Um, Austin Wells was their top catching prospect. He's been, he's been doing well in the minor. So finally they're giving these guys a chance to call him up and they have to, because you have to know what you might have heading into next year. You know, I mean, clearly what, I mean, they released, uh, Bader who was picked up by uh, Cincinnati. Um, I mean, I think that was the only one that's that. They actually sent on waivers, not like the Angels who put everybody on waivers. The whole team out there, yeah. yeah. I think they all pretty much got picked up, too. Uh, no, Guardians claim like three or four of their players. Yeah, nobody picked up Carlos Carrasco. So he's no. that's a stuck <laughs> with him. <laughs> I had nobody no, I had no idea Carrasco. the Yankees released Bader. Wow. Yes. Yes, he was on He was on waivers. He had to save a couple million dollars for the, the last month of the season. You know, well, That was a trade that uh, kind of backfired, I guess. Among the many that cash me, which is why, again, I haven't watched well, them. Stop, stop. Because that trade actually worked out for them last postseason. Because he was killing it last postseason. Did they win? So there, there yeah. were some. That was a good trade. In the short term, that was a good trade. They traded a starting pitcher, a left-hander, for an outfielder that was hurt. He was hurt and, at the time. Yeah, that they got him. And Jordan Montgomery has been what? He's, he's had his moments, but he hasn't been anything spectacular. In fact, he was wasn't he just released or no? I think he's had a pretty good year, right? Yeah, yeah, he he's know. he's had a solid year, but he wasn't. He's not Cy Young. He's not, you know. He, he I think he shut down the Mets, of course, but but he's not like um, he hasn't been blowing the league away. And he's a he free agent bitter. this summer. He's a free not this summer, this winter. He's a free agent. Maybe he wants to. Maybe the Yankees revisit that. Maybe they revisit Bader too. I mean, I guess they could do sure, that, that as well if they if they want to. I mean, he just saves a few was, million dollars. He was crying stuff today. To- yeah, he was. So Montgomery, um, he was it was six and nine to start the beginning of the year with a um, I don't even know where. There's so many stupid stats now that I don't even Saint know. Saint Louis was he with Saint Louis? Saint Louis, yeah, that's where they trade him with three point four two. And now he's in Texas. Yes, right. he was traded to Texas. Um, where he's two and one with a two point three OER. Yeah, so he, beat he actually has been pitching well. Yeah, he's learning from Scherzer and the Grom now. He's going to come out being yeah. a Cy Young. He's a free agent. He's going to land. He's going to land back in the Bronx next summer. 
It's a possibility. That that, that would be great. I mean, well, maybe in Queens. I would love to have money. Love that. You, you guys, you guys are spending all your money on Otani, and you're trading Alonzo. You can't spend any money on Otani now. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> of course, I was going to. <laughs> they are not trading Pete Alonzo. There is no way in the world you trade a 40 plus home run guy, 100 120 RBI guy. There's no way you trade him for prospects when you're when if you're you're rebuilding, quote unquote. But oh, you're you're only a year away from from being, and next year they're going to be fine. Everyone thinks that they're tanking. You you don't tank in the majors because you just don't do that in the major leagues because draft picks or prospects are it's a crapshoot. They are not trading Pete Alonso. Sal got his they're, daytime slot and he jumped all over it by starting that rumor. That's that's probably what it was. <laughs> they're not trading Pete Alonso. That would be like the Yankees trading Aaron Judge. Stop! 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying they're the same type of player. You Can you guys control this? That's not the same thing. Stop it is the me. same thing. When is when is the Aaron Judge Pete Alonso comparisons going to stop? All right. Stop? So Pete Alonso is the Mets version of Aaron Judge. They're not. Is the he same a captain? Player. Um, the Mets don't have a captain. Okay. Because the Mets just don't name people captain. They. David I'm sure Wright they've had captains, haven't they? Had captains in the yeah, past. David, David Wright was, was a captain. captain. Keith Hernandez was a captain. Okay, so they've had captains. Yeah, but it's not like why isn't Alonzo the captain if you're so valuable? He's very uh, he's valuable, Rich. He's he's not saying he's the same player as Aaron Judge, but there's a right. difference between Alonzo and Judge. Alonzo stays on the field while Judge is always <laughs> getting dinged up or something. Because he doesn't hustle, because he doesn't work no. hard. He's too busy taking his shirt off and he's too busy taking his shirt off and humping the dugout. Hustle, you see this guy run around, he's got the most awkward run, but he's like going 100 miles an hour. Did you see and like, him slide like a tank. Foul ball? <laughs> yeah, so you see him slide for that foul ball and hit him in the face? That's how <laughs> no, much he hustles. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> that was embarrassing. So, all right, so if, if that's your plan, but who said you have to trade him for prospects? Why can't you trade him for... Who are you going to trade him for? Who's MLB ready players. I don't know. I don't have every team's you know availability right now. If I'm but not getting Mike to be Trout prospects, him, I would I would trade him for Mike Trout and only Mike Trout and some prospects. You need the Mets have nobody in their lineup that no they have no other power bats. Lindor is a power threat sometimes. Alvarez when he's hot is a power threat. Um, <laughs> DJ Stewart is now a power threat. But besides <laughs> that, you're not you don't trade a guy like that. Piazza. We need you, we need a first baseman and an outfielder back for Alonzo. Two all two all stars. An all-star first baseman, all-star outfielder. For All right, I'll do some homework and I'll let you know as to who they could who they, who they could acquire. It's, it's not but happening. It's not happening. If you want Otani, right, you're gonna give him whatever it is he's gonna get, right? Because now he has, he has a what? He needs surgery. I know that that's not gonna stop calling. I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take him. I'll I don't see anybody him. giving him a huge mega deal with this news. I think see, he resigns resigns for a year. With the Angels, no, Eric, I disagree with that. I, disagree. I don't know. Big time, I disagree with that. I do not. Shohei Otani is a once in a lifetime talent. Whether if, he, if, even, if, if, even if he doesn't pitch, right? I mean, Bryce Harper had Tommy John surgery, and he's hitting now. So, so if Shohei Otani needs Tommy John, then you'll he can have Tommy John. He'll come back maybe in like um, in May of next season. Just hit. And then maybe later in the year, you use them out of the bullpen. 
maybe as a setup guy, not the closer because the Mets have the best closer in the game. But and then the next year, I wouldn't even use him as a starter because Shohei's not. I think Shohei's what twenty eight years old. He's not that young, and he's no, got he's some not. mileage. Yeah, on. he's yeah, he does. And that's that's how I would go after. I would I would make an offer. He's going to get a multi year offer from from lots of teams, I think, or from the the teams that are able to offer. So if his, if his market was let's say, and I'm I'm these are actual numbers that I heard, sixty million dollars a year. And that's because he's a $30 million at least a year pitcher and a $30 million a year at least hitter. Let's say now because of the pitching, what is it? What does it drop to? He's still going to get $35, $40 million a year. I would say he's up to, I'd say at 50. Probably. Probably. Because of the, because of the injury, because of the the surgery, that's probably going to be necessary. There's, there's some pitchers who have pitched without needing surgery, like Seth Lugo from the Mets, had a UCL problem and he, and he hasn't had surgery yet. Uh, the guy from the Yankees uh, was that Tanaka? Yes. Yeah. Right. He, <clears throat> so it can't be done. So if are you guys willing to pay? Uh, I don't have the Mets contracts up. I should pull it up. Steve Cohen's willing to pay anything for anybody. Anything? Okay. So you're gonna pay a clown of a person thirty. And I'm talking about Alonzo here, not Otani. <laughs> Thirty-five million dollars a year. When you're paying, let's say, Otani $50 million a year, you're paying Lindor $35 million a year. Three guys going to be making 100 what, $15, $20 million. It's a lot. Even That's a lot, even for Cohen. But you're assuming that they're getting Otani. I am assuming they're getting Otani. And if they don't get if they don't get Otani, even more reason to trade Alonzo. Because if you don't get Otani, you're going to suck again next year. We're not going to how, how do you figure they're going to suck? The same way Yankees are going to suck because – you're going to be playing all the kids, and it's going to take time for them to, you know, develop. Mm. Yeah, you, you not, it's but, not a strong free agent market this year at all. But you yeah, have so, more of a team there, and Piazza, and not Piazza. I'm sorry, <laughs> Alonzo is part of that core. How many teams have a 40 home run guy on their roster in their lineup? How many? I don't know. Every other year, Alonzo's hitting 270. This year is the outlier. So the batting average doesn't, you know. Bother me any, right? And and but despite his bad, he's guaranteed. To hit. Yeah, he's hitting forty home runs a year. He plays first base. That's all you need him to do. If he gets, you know, can't play out there, then he becomes a DH further down the road. But you have Alonzo. Get hurt. You have you have Lindor. You have Nimmo. Those three are locked up. You have McNeil. You have Marte for another year. I think if you know, who knows what he's going to be. You have Alvarez, who's had seasoning now. So you're talking six. Six out of your nine players are guys that have have time under their belt in the majors, and then the other guys, the young guys, yeah, you're going to be, you know, giving them a chance to play. But if one of them does well, then you got two guys that maybe a little bit of a hole in the lineup. Yeah, I guess so. We'll see. I don't. I mean, really, thank uh, you about these guys that we've never heard of in their lineup. It's the Yankees. This is which is why they should have gotten rid of everybody long before the trade deadline. The Yankees and, should and that's, have and that's what frustrates team. me. Yes, you're right. And that's, but that's what frustrates me more than anything is that they're naive. The Yankees are naive because at the trade deadline, they were three and a half games or four and a half games out of a wild card. And for them to sit pat and do nothing because they thought that they are still, a, a, I guess, a championship caliber team that, which, that, that team was not winning a championship. 
forget making the playoffs. That team was not, was not even was not winning championship. So because of that, if that's their mantra that they always say championship or bust, they should have just traded whoever they could trade, and they didn't. Now look at them. So I mean, yeah, I'm I'm angry with the Yankees. All right. Well, we'll we'll find out what 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 happens with Peter Alonso, I guess, in the next uh, month or so. Two months. He'll be in the All Star game next year, starting at first base for the Mets. For the Baltimore Orioles. Home runs, the star of the All Star game. Yep. Uh, home yep. run derby. Another home run derby champ coming next year. And yeah, keep holding your hat on that, Ed. The home run derby champion. That's great. That's 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 what you want for thirty five plus million dollars. <laughs> All right. Let, let's let's do the. Uh, <laughs> Let's do the Jets Giants win loss game real quick. Um, we'll start with the Giants because why not? Because the Giants don't get enough love anyway. All right, Week One, Giants versus Dallas. This time they open up at home against Dallas. Usually it is on the road. It is at home. I am going to give the Giants a win. Eric. I'm going to give them a win, too. I don't trust the Cowboys anymore. I hate the Cowboys, and I also think that Dak Prescott is so overrated. I can't can't stand him as a quarterback. Um, Going with the Giants, obviously. And I think think Trey Lance might have been super trade by the Cowboys, the way that 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 whole thing went down. But Trey Lance might be taking some snaps at the end of the season, despite the Cowboys' fantastic defense despite the weapons that Dallas um, added this summer. I just don't think Dak Prescott is it. I don't know why everyone – well, I don't know what everyone sees in there, but I'm not a Prescott fan. Okay. All right. Fair, fair enough. I think we could skip week two, but I think it's all Ws. They're playing Arizona at Arizona. I don't think that matters. Are we giving all Ws there? Yeah, they better yep. not lose that game. All right. Week three is at San Francisco. It is a primetime game. I'm giving them a loss. At San Fran, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Yeah, I'm going with a loss also. Well, Week it's four. Be a good game, it's going to be a good game. That will be. Week four is at home against the Seahawks. That is also a primetime game. Um, and I am going to give them another loss. Eric? I'm going to give them a win. I'm going to have to agree with Eric here. I, I, I don't see them losing to Seattle. I don't. Again, I'm not a, I'm not a Geno Smith uh, believer. Talented quarterback. I think his shot that he got last year was long overdue, but I just don't think that he can um, step up in big moments. Week five at Miami. You know, if I want you to go first, because I don't want to pick this one yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, surprise, surprise, I don't think Tua is as good as people think he is. I, I'm not a believer in Tua. He's, uh, I think the Giants' defense will, will be able to stop that offense despite um, Tyreek Hill and his speed. Um, I think they'll come up with a game plan, but um, not a believer in Tua. So I'm giving the Giants a win there. I'm going to go with a loss for the Giants. Miami wins. I am going to go with a win for the Giants as well. Week six is at Buffalo. I'm giving them a loss. I'll go with a loss as well. Eric, don't sound so enthusiastic right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be a tough game for them to get. I'm going to have to give them a loss there, too. Week 7 is at home versus Washington. Washington usually does play them well, but I'm going to give the Giants a win on this one. Not a believer in that quarterback either uh, with Washington. So that's a win for the Giants. 
This is at home or in Washington? This is at home. All right, I'll give the Giants a victory. Sam Howell is going to make Yofo, you know, regret a lot of what he's saying about him. I don't know. I'm not a believer in Sam Howell. Week eight, it's a home game against the Jets. The Giants are losing that game. They might get shut out. Wow. Love it. I'm going to have to call that game a tie. (laughs) (laughs) i'm a fan of both i don't know know. that's gonna be a good that's gonna be a good game but maybe the giants have a little bit of an edge (laughs) i don't i'm rooting for whoever needs the game more (laughs) that's how my loyalty it's week eight but you know who knows but come on pick one listen we're not taking any shortcuts here pick a team (laughs) right now he's got a little chip on his shoulder now after who's that who's that yeah Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he's going to want to let everyone know who he is. But I'm still going to. I'm going to pick the Jets in that game. Too much talent. Finally. All right. Week nine is at Vegas. The Giants are going to win that game. Yeah, I'm going to go with a win versus the Raiders as well. I think the Giants are going to lose that game. Trip too much. Uh, too much parting. Yeah, too much. No, not that's just Raider Nation. They're they're nuts, man. Those fans. I know it's not like how, how it is in in Oakland, but it's tough to win and for a, a Raiders home games historically, yeah. at least. Yeah, no, they travel well too. <laughs> yeah. Week ten. This time it's at Dallas. I gave them a win in week one. I'm going to give them a loss this week. I don't. I think this. I think they split with them. I agree. I'll go with give Dallas the win at home. I hate the cowgirls. <laughs> Giants are winning. All right, so Giants are sweeping the series. Offense All right, so much improved. So Michael Parsons is not going to sniff Daniel Jones this season. Okay. Um, week eleven is at Washington. I think the Giants win that game as well. I think Washington figures it out and gets a win. Okay. Yofo. Yeah, Washington's not going to finish anything. Um, they're not going to figure anything out. I think by that time in the season, you might have uh, Ron Rivera fired. Um, Chase Young is going to be on the the IR. Giants win another one. Wait, so Eric, you're saying you're saying Washington wins that game? Yes, Washington wins. Okay. Um, week twelve against the Patriots. Giants are going to win the game because they usually do beat the Patriots. Yeah, I don't expect much from New England this year, so. Win for the Giants. Yeah, that's a that's an easy win for the Giants. Week thirteen is a bye. Week fourteen is versus Green Bay. It is a home game for the Giants. It is a prime time game. Giants win that game. I'll go with a win too. Yeah, that's a win for the Giants. I don't. I, I see Green Bay winning maybe four or five games this season. Uh, week fifteen is at New Orleans. Giants may be a better team, but I'm giving them a loss against the Saints in New Orleans. Saints are going to be sneaky good this year with Carr, I think. Um, and it's in New Orleans. I'm going to give the Saints a win, too. A lot of people are saying that, Eric. That the, a lot of people believe in the Saints this year. Um, and at, at home, they're, they've, they're always a tough team. I'm going to give that win to the Saints. Across the board. Week 16 is at Philly. That's a loss. The killer. They have a killer ending of the season playing Philadelphia twice. Yeah, um, they do. I don't see them winning in Philadelphia. That's a loss for the Giants. Love Jalen Hurts. Love him. That's a loss for the Giants. <laughs> the Giants will get one win against the Eagles, but I don't know if it's going to be that first one. 
So week 17 is versus the Rams. I think the Rams might be pretty bad. Um, that's going to be a win for the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give the Giants a win there too. And then last, uh, the last game is against the Eagles. This time it's at home. I'm giving them a loss again. I don't think they beat Philly. I don't think they beat them at all. Um, I think Philly's going to have the division wrapped up that, mm, at that point of the season. Possibly. Um, Good point. You know, that's a tough game to pick because it all depends on the circumstance. But I'm going to give the Giants a win. I was thinking the same exact thing as Jofo. I think at that point, that's that's got to be locked up. So they're not going to sit everybody, but the Giants will find a way to win. I think they might be fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, I don't know if my win-loss came out to 9-8 and eight or 10-7. and seven, You have uh, 10 wins for the Giants. I do? I have 9. Yeah, you have 10 wins for the Giants. Okay. Yopo has 11. So I have right. 9. You have 10. Yopo has 11 wins for the Giants. Yeah, so the Giants, they might need that game. That might be the game that puts them into the playoffs. They might need it for, for seeding or for something, but I think that's yeah. going to be an important game for them. All right, let's move over to the Jets. We don't have to really analyze anything. Um, all right, so Jets are um, oh, 17-0, right? We can just put yeah. W's for it. <laughs> win, win, win. <laughs> no. Well, um, week week one, obviously, Monday Night Football, September 11th. It's at home. It's against, it's against Buffalo. I'm giving them a win at home. If it was in Buffalo, I wouldn't. At home, yes. I'm giving them a win. I'm giving them a win, too, week one. It's it's so tough. Um, I don't know if the fans are going to be able to recover if we lose. <laughs> the way that the media jumps on it. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'm going to give them a win too. I don't. I, I that think might be the play. biggest game in Aaron Rodgers' career. It's week one. I th- yeah, <laughs> I think that I think they're going to come out and they're going to. I don't think it's going to be very close. I think okay. it's going to be a double digit win. Nice. Wow. Love okay. love it. You have to put an asterisk next to that game. He's expecting a, a jet blowout. Double digit. All right. Uh, week 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 two is um, at Dallas. Based on what you also saying about the overrated Dak, I'm going to give the Jets a win here. Absolutely, absolutely. Jets going to get in his ass. Okay. Week three is going to be a win too. So Jets, you know, it's against New England. Um, it's at home. Um, again, I don't think New England's very good. We're going to be very good. I think they'll be better, but I don't think they're going to be as good. I think the Jets win that game as well to start three and up. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Week four is where I have the Jets' first loss. It's a primetime game at home, but against Kansas City. I don't know if they'll be ready at that level by week four. So I'm giving them a loss. Well, if they're three and all going into that game, they're going to be believe they're going to be believing all the hype. Mm. And then here comes Kansas City, that veteran team, that veteran team that's had success. They're going to come in. I think they're going to blow the Jets out that week, actually. <laughs> I'm going to give the Jets a win. Ooh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> He's really going for a 17 and I think the defense. <laughs> it's not just Aaron Rodgers, man. It's that defense. And that defense is going to be ready for Mahomes. And he does not have the weapons like he used to. And they're going to just shut down Kelsey and then they'll deal with the other wide receivers. Okay. That's actually a great point. I'd like to see how the Kansas City offensive line performs up until that point because the Jets can get after the quarterback. And we saw what happens when Mahomes in the, in the Super Bowl when he doesn't have protection. And that's going to be Tanzel Smart's debut with the New York Jets. Oh, He's going to get a bold prediction. Give him another asterisk, Piazza. And a, 
Sack. And a sack. And a sack. Okay. Listen, everything you're saying, I'm going to play on DraftKings. All right. So <laughs> I hope you're right. Um, you're going to have a triple parlay there. <laughs> week, week five is at Denver. And Aaron Rodgers is not going to let what Sean Payne said go to, you know, go by the way. So it's a win for the Jets. Yeah, that's gonna be a blowout. Five and zero, oh, baby. Five and zero. Oh. <laughs> Week six is versus the Phil- is first Philadelphia Eagles at at MetLife. Same thing, with Kansas City. I'm getting the, the, the you know Jets are losing this game. I think that uh, this is where the magic the ends. I think that uh, it's probably be a good game, but they got they got to lose at some point. Were they playing? I wasn't listening. Sorry, I was watching <laughs> Philadelphia at home. Oh, the Eagles. Jets are home. Yeah. I think the Jets win that game, actually. Jalen Hurts isn't. Yeah. I think the Jets win that game. Okay. Fair enough. They get an early buy here in week seven. Week eight is <coughs> is against the Giants. So I gave the Giants a loss. So I'm giving the Jets. I think we all gave the Giants a loss, didn't we? Yes. yes. All right. So this is all going to be a win for the Jets. Week nine is at home. Against the Chargers primetime game. This is going to be a good game. I feel like this is, I feel like this is the level that they're at. Is again, is with the, like the, like the Jets and Chargers, I feel like match up really well. Hmm. So because it's a Jets home game, I'm going to give them a win, but it's going to be, it's going to be a close game. I'm going to give the Jets a win there also. I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna give him a loss. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a good game. I'm looking forward to that game. Um week ten is at Vegas, primetime game. I'm gonna give him the Jets a win. Yep, Jets win. I think at that point in the season the Raiders will have a defined season where they suck. So I think the Jets are gonna just gonna get that win. And that will actually be the second game that Devontae Adams plays with the Jets. <laughs> That's two weeks after the trade deadline. I'm <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Week 11 um, at Buffalo. Yeah, the Jets beat them in week one. They're going to lose in week 11 to them in Buffalo. Yeah, they're not going to beat them twice. Yeah, I agree. Week 12 uh, at home against Miami. I have to give the Jets a win because I can't stand Miami. At Jets are at home? Jets are home. Yeah, I'll give them a win as well. Yeah, two of sucks. He's overrated. Jets are, winning. Jets are taking two for Miami. <laughs> Week 13 versus Atlanta. Jets are home. I don't know if that really matters. It's a W for the Jets. Yeah. Yep. W. Well, that could be like one of those trap games, you know? Weird. Aaron Rodgers is not going to allow for trap games. Okay. I hope you're right. Week 14 versus Houston. It's a W for the Jets. Agreed. Week 15 at Miami. I'm giving a W to the Jets. I think they sweep Miami this series. Yep, I agree. Fuck the Dolphins. Yeah, I'll give them a win, too. Okay. Week 16 versus Washington. Jets are home. I think this could be another good game, but Yofo does not believe in Sam Howell. Uh, so I'm going to give the Jets a win. I do believe in Sam Howell. I know you do. But I don't think that's a win. You broke up a little bit. You broke up a little bit. So what would you say? I said, I do not think that they're going to beat the Jets. Okay. So we'll give the Jets a win. All right. You all for you the same? Yes, sir. Week 17 at Cleveland. 
primetime game. Really? That uh, they might they might flex that out of primetime because <laughs> I'm giving Jets a loss. I don't know why. I just at Cleveland is at Cleveland. It's at Cleveland. I'm gonna give him hmm. a loss. Hmm. I'll go and I'll say I'm digging a win. Okay. They're gonna win that game. I can't. No, there's no way they lose that game. Okay. Hey, listen. I just you know. And week 18 at New England. I'm giving them a win. They're going to run the score up on New England that game. <laughs> That's another just like, W. Just like the Patriots did to them. Was it last season when they ran it up on them? Just will look to embarrass them again. Okay. So, six, seven. I have the Jets with 13 wins. Eric has the Jets with 14 wins. And Yofo with, let me count them up. I didn't count his up yet. 15 wins. Whoa. 15 I'm an optimist. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, we've had, it's it's funny, because for the Jets and the Giants, I was the lowest in wins for both of them. Eric was right in the middle, and you had the highest wins for both of them. So, all right, 13, 14, 15 for the Jets. Hopefully they Nine, fall somewhere 10, in, 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 in between. Well, 17 and 0. Fantastic. That would be fantastic. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up, guys. That's it. Uh, we talked about whatever. Next time we talk, we have to find time as unfortunately our summer is coming to an end. Um, so we will arrange to, you know, when it works, when we can get on and talk some football. Baseball will be pretty much over. We'll, we'll look at how the youngsters are doing as far as that. But football, one week away. Very exciting. We're very excited for the Jets for the first time in a long time. This was New York Sports Beat. For Eric Frank and Yofo, I'm Rich Piazza. Check us out on your local or your whatever podcast app you use. Peace. Where you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts.